Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Please be seated. Do not be anxious. Don't be anxious. Do not fear. Be at peace. There are wonderful phrases in this passage. This pericope is filled with aphorisms that we can pull out and put on bumper stickers. And many have. You can see them as you drive down the road, perhaps. Don't be afraid. Don't be anxious. What's interesting about that practice is it does tend to cherry pick a little bit. It does tend to grab some of the perceived highlights of a text. It does grab the parts that appeal to us and perhaps leave some of the others aside. And that is obviously not our task today. Our task is to hear all of Jesus, the whole Jesus and nothing but Jesus. But he does call us to not be anxious. He does call us to not be afraid. He does call us to pack lightly. Change is coming. Pack lightly. I don't think any of you still lives in the room in which you were born into this world. Your address has changed a few times along the way, perhaps. They, they do get very convenient now in the birthing centers and in the maternity wards where you can have the entire experience in one room. And yet, there comes that day when you have to move out of that room and head back home. Moving happens, doesn't it? We've all done it. Happens around here quite a bit. There's a, a minor, really, that all of the students here graduate with, and that's packing boxes. Putting things into smaller spaces than what it seems like it can possibly ever fit into. Between the age of 15 and 27, after I'd graduated from this institution the first time around, I'd moved 15 times. You get used to it. And yet, there's still that temptation to fall in love with what's here, to be anxious about stuff. The final move hasn't happened yet, and they keep coming, don't they? I'm going to move again next week, moving from one apartment on campus to another. And you start to take a look at boxes in new ways. Oh, that's a good box could fit a lot of stuff in that box. That's a nice truck. You're using that truck next week? Could fit a lot of stuff in that truck. And your friends take on new capacities. I wonder how much that guy can lift. And yet Jesus says, don't be anxious about any of these things. Don't be anxious. Don't, don't cling to them. And there's other phrases that come up here. Consider the ravens or consider the lilies. How they 
don't care for anything. They neither toil nor spin. They don't worry about any of these things. And those things fit right on a bumper sticker too. Simplicity, 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 David Thoreau once said. To go out and to live deliberately, like, like somebody on HDTV who's trying to find that perfect tiny house so that they can live deliberately out there somewhere. There is a, definitely a humanistic element that appeals to this kind of phrase. To, to look at the world around and not be dominated by it and not try to dominate it either, but to simply live in a symbiotic relationship with the things around. And these phrases, these phrases tend to appeal to that kind of relationship to the world around. And yet the whole Jesus here, the whole Jesus would bring us to a different realization because change is coming. And that's why you pack lightly. Change is coming. Those who study Luke oftentimes are looking for whether or not Luke is seeing the arrival of the kingdom of God in a here and now kind of way or seeing the kingdom of God in Jesus' words as a then and there kind of a thing. Is it a now or a not yet concern? And you can take all of the passages and divide them up one way or another in column A and column B, and you can do the math and try to figure out which way Jesus would tip. Is it 50 plus 1 over here, or is it 50% plus 1 over here? Is Jesus this kind of a Jesus, or is this kind of a Jesus? But this is the Jesus whose face is set towards Jerusalem. This is the Jesus who is sending out his messengers into the cities and towns around him into which he is going to arrive. Change is coming. Pack lightly. This is the Jesus who, when his disciples ask him the words to pray, he invites them to trust, to hold firmly in faith that the Father is taking care of them. The Father in heaven has all things in his hands, and so they can faithfully pray that his name be hallowed, not mine. That his kingdom come, not mine. And that day by day, he will Feed me. The same lesson, whether in the abundance of the Garden of Eden where everything is so taken care of, as in the lesson of the manna, walking from slavery to paradise, where everything is still taken care of. where the creation is there and the Father loves it and the person of God is there and the Father loves him or her. And all there 
taken care of. And Jesus looks at his people and he looks at the creation and he says, don't worry. The Father is taking care of you. But change is still coming. And so pack lightly. Be dressed and ready. Be dressed and ready for service because the Son of Man is coming. You see, it's not that there are certain texts that look towards the future and certain texts that look towards now because it's in the text per se. It's that way because it's in the Christ. He's got his eye on all of these things. Yes, he sees that the lilies are going to be thrown into the fire tomorrow because they grow brown and we mow the lawn. But he also sees that they are going to be transformed. This is the Jesus who knows the cross in the back of his mind. This is the Jesus who sees the resurrection. This is the Jesus who speaks to us in the now who is going to arrive on a day that the Father alone knows. Change is coming. Pack lightly. Do not hold on to what is here because what is here, it's not just that it's going to slip through your fingers, it's that it doesn't belong to you to begin with and it is in the Father's plan to transform it completely. It will be different. So focus your attention directly on what the Lord has in store for you, the kingdom. But the Father is ready to give, and what the Father so abundantly gives is the kingdom, the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God that removes our fear and our anxiety, even, even though it would well up inside of us constantly. You see, there are a few things that people are genuinely afraid of and that cause anxiety and grief. Moving being one of them. Death being another. Public speaking being a third. Pastors and those who accompany them are in for a lot of anxiety. But we've been there. And how will it finally be dissolved, this anxiety, this fear? It is resolved and dissolved as the master returns, looks at his servants, dressed and ready for the journey to go, to be on the road to the promised land, dressed and ready, and he says one more stop along the way for you you sit you sit this night you sit this day and as ready and watchful as you are as prepared as you might be with your 
robes tucked up, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand. One moment more. Let me serve you. And the Son of Man is servant to his servants. And he turns the tables around on them to wash their feet and to lay before them the feast of the kingdom of God. Let me serve you all the way down to the cross. Let me serve you all the way up to the resurrection. Just one more stop along the way. The anxieties may swirl and the fears may come and the things of this world may impede our vision for this time and for this moment, but the Son of Man would clear away all the cobwebs. The Son of Man would clear away all the distractions. And for this moment, look you in the eye and have your gaze return to his beatific face so that we can see his beatific vision. I draw you to the place where all things are good again. And so do not be afraid. Do not be anxious. Your generous Father has prepared for you the kingdom of God. Amen. The peace of God that passes all human understanding, keep your hearts and minds in faith towards Christ Jesus. Amen.